Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Yo, 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 changing it up a little bit, dude. I'm trying to get some everybody in there to, to go along with it, too. So Hell I'm going to yeah. change that every week, too. Make it all right. Make it different. Different intro this week. Welcome, everybody, to TSP Wagers. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats here is always with my co-host, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. What's going on, Ben? It's Tuesday, man. It's Tuesday. It's been a while uh, since we put out a podcast because of uh, technical difficulties, which uh, thanks Zoom, thanks GarageBand. Who knows what it was? But hey, we're here. We are here. We're going to put some good bets out. Oh, yeah. Man, this daylight savings is rough. I do got to say that, too. Definitely (laughs) say that, too. How are you doing tonight? I mean, I've never understood daylight savings. It is what it is. We're not. Uh, I'm doing good, though, man. Fucking NCAA hoops is back. NBA is in the swing of things. NHL, we're in the swing of things. Halfway through NFL season, we're coming towards the end of college football season. So uh, fall is a beautiful time of year, man. I fucking love the fall. I love the winter. Just a lot of shit going on. And yes, we did have technical difficulties. We are back tonight doing an extra TSP wagers. We said last week we're only going to do one a week. We're back doing two a week to get some content out there and get some best bets. I put out my two best bets on Taproom on Twitter because the show didn't drop. They both hit. You're very welcome. Nice. 2-0. Nice. So, Ben, we're going to hop into things. We're going to do this exactly like we did last time. We're going to do a hockey game, and we're going to do an NBA game. And obviously, Ben is the NHL expert, so he's going to kind of lead us, you know, and I'm just going to ask, you know, philosophical, logical questions to kind of get us towards a best bet. And we're going to do the same thing for NBA. Um, So let's hop into things, Ben. But before we do, what are you sipping on? I I killed a bourbon bottle tonight, so uh, that's... It's been a long time since I've actually killed it. That bottle. doesn't mean that he drank it all in one night. No, absolutely. For those listening. <laughs> absolutely. No, this is a... Uh, this is this over a, time. Yeah, this was a 2020 release. I did not let it sit for any time. So this has probably been open since the shelter in place. Um, and it's just been sitting, you know, little... Taking little bits by little bits out of this bottle. And I said, screw it tonight. We're killing this bottle. So it's... a. I mean, it's it's nothing necessarily special. It's a 2020 limited of uh, Maker's Mark. Um, they put out a bunch of uh, different staves to, uh, you know, set up, I guess, differentiate through the year. 
Um, so this is the SE4 by PR5. Um, so this is virgin toasted American and French oak staves. And uh, it's got the tasting Delicious. notes of uh, vanilla, baking spices, and creamy caramel. So coming in at 55.4%. So that puts it at 110.8 proof. So, so is that, so is a, that a lot for a bourbon? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. I, I have anywhere from, you know, lows of 86s all the way up to, I think my high is 133.6. So, Damn. yeah, that one, that one burns. That one, <laughs> like, it directly grows like an inch of hair on your chest as you drink it. So, oh, nice, dude. Jeez, those are always dope. <laughs> yeah. This but, one's, you, know, if you a, want an inch of hair on your chest. There we go. Um, this one's, uh, for for a one ten though, it's uh it's pretty drinkable. So, I drink it on the rocks though. I know a lot of bourbon people are gonna hate me for that, but gotta drink it straight, yeah. bro. You gotta, you gotta taste it. Well, I tasted it initially when I I taste every bottle, but I like it on the rocks. Bro, I'm sorry, so. dude. You can call me a pussy or whatever, but I cannot drink a fucking bourbon straight, dude, <laughs> at all. I mean, I'll, what I'll do they call it? Is it straight or like uh, yeah, straight? Yeah, neat, dude. neat, neat. That's it, neat, yep. dude. Like, no, bro. Like, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just no. Yep. I need a little splash of water in there. So I don't mean to go off on anything. That's just some ice, but here, Ben. But I've I've never understood like how someone can like bring out flavor profiles from a bourbon. Like that should just taste like heat to me, dude. Well, <laughs> All of them. You're not dude. drinking like, the good bourbons, then. <laughs> well, I mean, you. I've tasted bourbon with you. That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it depends. You have to know what you're looking for. You have to, uh, you have to not take a large sip, um, you know, to initially get that you need to sip and then breathe in your, your sip. So you can see that's, a, the, that's my issue, dude. I can't breathe in al- like alcohol, even vodka. Yeah. I mean, vodka is a grain, obviously. So vodka should all taste the same, no matter who makes it. Unless they put flavor in there. Yeah, I'm not a big vodka fan, so I can't. Oh, vodka is disgusting. Yeah. Yep. I used to be able to drink tequila, but as I've gotten older, <laughs> that's true. Like it's a little, I like guess a little harder. Um, but yeah, man. Nice, like, but yeah, yeah, it's fucking liquor, dude. Anyways, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm just sipping on a Gypsy Fade IPA from Tanaya. Nice. Very nice. Definitely a go to. Yeah, I was gonna. I should have pulled out a special beer for this one. I didn't even think about it because we. I forgot we didn't do tap room. Um, I mean, well, I didn't did. forget, obviously, but <laughs> we did it. We did tap room. I had my. We did it. We just I, couldn't I just... put it out because we had some issues with the file. But I should have remembered that and gone with a nice beer but i i'm just going with the everyday type beer man i still have those two pilsners i got two two cans from tanaya so like i i can i can record it later but man that 10.4 i don't know if i can do that again a 10.4 imperial pilsner i mean i'm gonna have to do it again because that's a that's an odd beer so it is definitely an odd beer for sure did you get multiple of them i got two nice two of both of those pilsners so i got that four and a half and then i've got another 10.4 so hell yeah well you should definitely do it again i'm not, i don't want to give it away but yeah not, just do it again 
Yeah. Do that beer again, Ben. Yep. All right, let's hop into these games, though. So let's start with the NHL game. People are like, stop talking. <laughs> let's get to some sports. <laughs> let's get to some sports. Let's get to the betting. <laughs> Man, you ain't playing around. So we got the Toronto Maple Leafs heading into Wells Fargo Center to play the Philadelphia Flyers. The Maple Leafs are 7-5-1 and one on the season. The Flyers are 6-2-2 two and two on the season. Right now, Toronto's slight favorite, minus 130. Philadelphia plus 110 on the money line over under is six. So let's talk about this one, Ben. I don't know a ton about either of these teams. I watched a little bit of the Flyers, maybe a game worth of of games. And I watched the Sharks versus Maple Leafs game. Yeah. yeah. What's your opinion um, on this game here? You know, just kind of looking at the numbers here, um, a lot of it is is kind of pointing me towards Philly. Um, and I think with that decent value at, uh, you know, plus 110 there, I think that's definitely something that we can we can take a look at. Um, you know, part of that is, you know, how Toronto is playing on the road. They're one and three um, versus... Who have they played on the road, though? I don't have that up. Uh... I'm, I'm, I honestly don't know. I'm just, I'm curious. Because I was looking at that and I saw that they're like much better at home. Because I know the Sharks played them in Toronto. That was one yeah. of their losses. Hold on, pulling it up right now. They so played on... at Ottawa, at Carolina, at Chicago. At... I see. Damn, they lost it to some bad teams. On Carolina is a good team. Canadians, Senators. Penguins. Pittsburgh's a good team. Senators, not so much. Yeah, and then they beat the Blackhawks. Yeah. So, I mean, two of their losses on the road have been against good teams. Philadelphia, a good team, too, by the way. No, I would not put. Oh. You don't think Philadelphia is a good team? Oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about two of the good teams that have, have, they've, have beat them when they're on the road. Carolina, um, they're good. Carolina, yes. The Penguins, I would not put in the top rankings there. Senators, no. No, Senators are garbage. Yeah. The Sharks beat them. Well, Sharks beat the Maple Leafs too, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, still, I think, uh, you know, I think that's something that we can definitely take into account there um, because they haven't beat, you know, they, they even haven't, they've been beaten by, kind of crummy teams on the road. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, something that we can, you know, look into. Um, you know, you look at the last few games that, uh, you know, Toronto and Philly have played and Philly is 2-0-1 in the, in the three. Um, but didn't Philly, they're not as good as they were the previous couple of years, right? Or they're not projected I'm, to be as good. Uh, they're projected to be be a playoff team well uh, i'm i'm saying they're not pro- they were one supposed to be one of the top teams last year they're not projected to be as good as they were last year no philly was not good last year what was no nah, their over under point total was definitely probably higher last year than it was this year that possibly that i could possibly believe with. so they're that's but, what I'm saying is like they're project they're not projected to be as good as they were last season. Yeah. 
and Toronto is supposed to be improved, right? I would mm, – Toronto lost a lot of pieces, uh, kind of depth pieces here. Um, so I think that's a, an issue with, uh, you know, with this Toronto team. Um, Toronto's I, also missing their starting goalie, right? They are not missing him. He's just not playing well. Morazic, isn't he their starter? He, yeah, but he's just playing. He's on the so, IR. I don't have him on the IR. Where do you see this? I'm seeing it on Odd Shark. Mrazic on the IR 11 4. And he was just put on the IR last week. Yeah. Huh. That's when I'm, they started seeing, playing bad. Well, not yeah, necessarily playing bad. I'm just seeing him sitting at a 4.2 goals against average. And a, a That's point not eight, good. Point eight so there seven. are other goalies probably better. So, yeah, the other goalie, uh, Jack Campbell, is is playing well. Um, he's a young guy. Um, you know, he's got a 2.09 goals against average, 9.3 save percentage. So he is he is playing well. Um, but then you go over to the other side and you've got um, you've got Carter Hart, who's absolutely playing out of this world. Um, you know, not as good of the goals against, but, you know, I, I'd say the Flyers are playing di- more difficult teams and he's got just as good of a save percentage there. What's going um, on so- with my guy, Austin Matthews, or... I mean, What's up with him? They're only averaging like two goals a game, though. Yeah, but they're 28th I mean, in goals scored a game. And last year they were like one of the highest scoring teams in the league. Matthews just had a incredible goal the other night. But I mean, they've got a they've got an incredible top line there. They've got Marner, they've got Tavares, they've got Matthews. Like Toronto is a is a good team, but they're just not necessarily clicking right now. Um, I mean, Matthews has five goals, three assists. So it's not not bad. So what um, bet do you like here? I like the money line. I think money line is a great value there at plus 110. Plus 110. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's good value in, the, you know, plus one and a half. Uh, yeah, there's three. not any value. Yeah, so that gives us, uh, you know, at a minus 210 there. Uh, over, under, I can... Under. Uh, let's see. How are they, how are they doing... Goals Bro, Philly is fifth in goals against, and Toronto's 28th in goals scored. Yeah, like, Philly is going to be a low scoring game. Philly's scoring 3.2 goals per game uh, and allowing 2.4. Toronto, 2.5 a game, allowing 2.8. So, yeah, likely around five. Um, so, I think we could hit that under, uh, under six. Again, if we have a, a solid number here, which is nice um you know which which will give us the push so i'd like under six and a half better (laughs) yeah that's true under six and a half would be better um but i'd still take under six um you know my guess is going to be five goals here um either a four one or three two win for philly um so i would yeah i would definitely lean philly money line and i would uh i would put money on that under I agree with you. I I like Philly money line. I also like that under six, dude. I'm with you on both of those, dude. We are on the same page. All right, let's hop into this NBA game. We got the Dallas Mavericks. They are heading into the United Center. 
the house that Jordan built to face the Chicago Bulls. Mavericks are seven and three, and they're three and seven against the spread. Chicago Bulls are seven and three, and they're seven and three against the spread. Over under is at two twelve right now. Dallas is plus three and a half on the money line. Chicago minus three and a half. So I'm gonna take the lead on this, Ben. Thank God. <laughs> um, and this is an interesting line because. You know, the Chicago Bulls came into the season over under 43. I like the under for a very for a couple of reasons. Number one, they lack depth, and Ooh. we're only the Bulls do. And we're 10 games into the season. Uh so I mean it's only we're only an eighth of the way through. Right. And depth is where you win games in December, January, uh, and February when you get into like the middle of the season and the grind starts to become the grind. And that's when the good teams start to show out, dude. Right. The bulls have good, good talent. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Lonzo ball, Nikola Vucevic, but where they really struggle is against size and length. Size and length seems to hurt them. If you look at their three losses, they lost against the New York Knicks. They lost against the Philadelphia 76ers twice, Philadelphia with Joel Embiid. So that's those are my two biggest concerns about Chicago, and they still are the case. Dallas, on the other hand, my only concern about them is their head coach, Jason Kidd. He used to be the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Just from a scheme type of uh, coach, he's just not that good. But Dallas has Luka Doncic. And Luca is a slow starter, and he starts to get go. He plays himself into shape. Like, that's the kind of guy that he is. So this is an interesting matchup for me. Because this line is telling you that on a neutral field, the Chicago Bulls are a half-point better team. I think these are very equal teams right now. Chicago is definitely playing the best basketball right now. They're, pl- they're one of the better teams in the league at this juncture of the season. Um, but, again, we're only 10 games in. And that's a tough thing to to gauge because our teams like Dallas, who we projected to be top five teams, not only us projected, Vegas projected as well, you know, are they going to start to kick the tires? Right now, Dallas, as a favorite, straight up, 7-0. As an underdog, they're 0-3 straight up. Chicago, on the other hand, as a favorite, 4-2 straight up, 3-1 as a dog. Chicago... ATS seven and three, like I said, ATS home four and two, Dallas two and four. I think you also have to worry about Kobe White being out. The same with Patrick Williams. Well, Kobe White hasn't played a game yet. Patrick Williams, he would be the guy that would guard Luca. That's got hurt. That's the question I have about Chicago is with him being out, who guards Luka Doncic? Lonzo Ball, maybe. Uh, I think he's a little too small for Luca, though. I think he's gonna. Luca can, you know, he has a way with, with guards like that. You think he's gonna ball out, <laughs> Luca? Of course. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, Demar Derozan's playing very good. Dallas can kind of counter him with Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, you know, they can throw different co- combinations out there. 
Dallas is coming off a three-game win streak. You know, they beat Boston, San Antonio, New Orleans, not great teams. Got their ass handed to them by Miami, who's a, a good team. On the flip side, Chicago, you know, they're coming off a win against Brooklyn. Huge win against Brooklyn. Huge win. But I honestly, I think they looked at that game like a fucking like the Bulls are that they're that young team that's that's playing to prove themselves right now. Well, they had to, especially after two losses to Philly. Yeah. And Philly back to back losses to the same team. And yeah. Well, by five and then by nine. And they so. they beat Boston, and Boston choked that game away. Boston was up by 19 at one point in that game. Yep. Uh, the win against Utah, very big, though. Loss against New York, winning against Toronto, and then wins against uh, Detroit Pelicans. You know, I think this is a closer game than, than, uh, than the three-and-a-half tells, dude. I mean, three well, and a half, I, not a not a big uh, a big spread here. No, it's not. Uh, it's a possession, though. I think it's. I think this is within a possession game. But re- really, what I like in this game is I I like the under here. Yeah, I would I do like under as well. I do like the under. Chicago has been good defensively basically all season, um, other than the Boston game where they gave up 114 points. And Dallas, on the other hand, when they when they play well, they they're very good offensively. They've only given up over a hundred points, you know, one, two, three, four, five times this season, six times this season. When you uh, look but too, like if you look at Dallas and the way that the unders hit when they've been away, they're oh three and one. And then yeah. when uh when Chicago's at home, they're two and four. So, you know, two, seven, and one. Dallas's top ten nine. defense this year, surprisingly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> which is something that isn't really their MO, but that is what J- Jason Kidd is, a defensive-oriented coach. I've seen it with the uh, with the um, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, that's what he preached first was defense. So I know that's what he's trying to preach early on with Dallas. So definitely the only bet I like here is the under 212, I think, is the, be- is the best bet. I'm going to go um, Chicago minus three and a half. I don't love Chicago minus three and a half, dude. I know. Uh, that's like your opinion, man. Um, it yeah, like, I, I think totally is my opinion. Yeah, I think Chicago has been putting up more points. Uh, they've been allowing less. Um, you know, again, just looking at this statistically, um you know both teams haven't necessarily played that great of of teams this year um you know i, I both have Boston. dallas is improving every game great so is chicago they just destroyed the nets um went off two so, l's and they're both seven and three so yeah um Yeah, still, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the home team here. I'm gonna go with Chicago. I think they're riding high off that uh, off that win against the Nets, and I think they're gonna get uh, a nice little awakening when they uh, play on Friday. So, who do they play on Friday? Who don't they play on Friday? The Warriors. Mm, I mean. Dude, let's talk about a team that hasn't played anybody. The Warriors, the Warriors are them. 
but we're still winning. That's all that matters. You got to win those games. You got to win those true. games. So that's true. It's early though, dude. It's Absolutely. Early. I, I mean, the one thing I will say about the Warriors, I mean, I don't want to go off on a team we're not really talking about, but the Warriors have they have guys that have been there and done that, and Curry, Iguodala, Draymond Green, like those guys have played in the finals, like they've won games. But they're legitimately they have a bunch of dudes that like are trying to prove themselves, which I think is a great mix. Yep. Like you have guys that have been there, done that, and then you have guys trying to prove themselves. So it like keeps those vets like Curry and Draymond like going during the regular season. Um, yep. but this is also a good regular season team, even when they won 74 games, like you know what I mean. And I just hope they're not tiring themselves out because bro, it's it's only November. Yep. No, I, I you know, we'll see how Clay does when he gets back. We'll see how James Wiseman does when he comes back. Um, there's the potential to be great, um, but there's, there's a, also the potential huge to, potential uh, to be great. Yeah, but there's also a potential that neither of these two players come back well and they tire themselves out, like you said. So but back to this game, I think my uh Half pint bet will be the Bulls. Half pint. Minus three and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. And honestly, this is a very close game. So I could definitely see, you know, either one. But let's rewind. Let's recap. So, Ben, what's your three pint bet of the day? Three pints is going to be that Philly uh, money line plus 110. Great value. Um, and. I mean, I don't necessarily see why Philly is the underdog here. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. My three-point bet of the day is going to be under 212 Mavericks-Bulls. When I picked this game, that was like the first thing I noticed was the under. Yep. And I had already like basically loved that shit. Lock. <laughs> so what's your two-point bet of the day? Two is going to be sticking with hockey, and that's going to be the, the under six. I think we're, we're going to get a, a five-goal game here. And, you know, you've got that, uh, that push, which, again, doesn't get you a W, but it doesn't get you an L. So that's why I'm putting it ahead of that, uh, that 212, which is going to be. agree with game. you, dude. I'm going under six goals. In the hockey game, the Philadelphia Flyers versus the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs are 28th in goals scored. Philadelphia, 12th in goals scored. Neither of these teams are, uh, you know, lights out offensively. So let's take that under six. And then what's your three-pint bet of the day? That's or, I mean, your one-pint. Your one-pint one pint is going to be – that's where I go, the under 212 and a half. Or sorry, under 212 uh, for the, the basketball game. Under 212 and a half in – my three or my one point bet of the day, I'm going to take Dallas money line. I mean, not Dallas money line, Dallas plus three and a half. Give me the three and a half points. I think Luca gets it done. He's a, they need a, they need a big win, dude. They need a big win. All right. They're seven and three. <laughs> they are, but like you said, dude, they haven't really beat anybody. Yeah. And they haven't really been that good on the road. At some point, they got to play well on the road. True. Very true. Especially if you're going to be a good team, you have to be above 500 on the road. Very true. All right. Thank you for tuning in. As always, make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device. Use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. 
I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats, that's my man, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. Catch us on APR on Thursday morning. We are previewing and picking and handicapping every single game on the Week 10 slate against the spread with our man, Steady. Or, I'm sorry, Raider Eddie. It's hard to get his name changed down. <laughs> Got to get, get a name changed down. Mr. Yeah. Eddie. If you're a Raider fan, tap in. This man's going to tell us how the Raiders are going to beat the Chiefs. I guarantee it. Yep. Stay yeah, locked. If you, if you do like hockey, make sure to go check out our uh, our newest podcast. We just dropped our second episode of a monthly podcast. That's uh, Biscuits and Barrels with the uh, you know with Howard from 90 Second Beer Review. Um, next month is going to be a big month, too. We've got a special guest. We've got the other half of 90, beer, 90 Second Beer Review coming in to talk hockey. So it's going to be fun. Nice, dude. I'm looking forward to that one. Hell yeah. We'll catch y'all later. Have a great Wednesday. Let's prosper. Peace. Everybody's talking like a nigga acting funny now. That don't matter. All I hear is since that check came in. I love it when you talk to me. My cash machine. My cash machine.